0: This is the Youth Worker Collective podcast from Young People's Ministries. You don't have to be in ministry alone with resources, coaching, games, and more at umcyoungpeople.com.
1: Jeremy, happy Monday. Happy Monday, Master Wilkterdink. It is so good to see you. Uh, I hope it is beautiful weather where you are. I see a fuzzy green tree behind you. It is Nice and cool where I am, which is fantastic. That's very appropriate for the first day of fall, as a matter of fact. And as I think (laughs) about the first day of fall, one of the things that uh, we did at my church um, when I was at the local church was like a fall kickoff of some kind, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and often what we would do were really low risk activities that were high energy that people could invite friends to that, um, made it easy to have like a bunch of energy and just crazy stuff happening at the beginning of the school year. So that people would get in the habit of showing up for like our regular youth group time. Sound familiar?
0: Sounds familiar. It sounds like. Literally every youth group I've ever been a part of, save one, I think. <laughs> That's right. Um, and
1: one of those things that was sort of a tradition at the church where I served uh, for high energy gatherings was a messy games night, right? And, right. and the messy games included, uh, oh man, we we would do uh, slip and slides with ice cream toppings. We cool. would, it was outside. Um okay so we could hose everything and everyone off yep. after it was done. Um, there, there, anyway, without getting into a bunch of specifics about what messy games we did, because that's not the topic. Like, we're not just going to sit around and name the messy games that we got in trouble with the trustees for hosting at our church today. Um, right. Instead, what we're going to do is we are going to give a few for's and againsts for messy games or food-based games, because there's actually some conversations that people may never have had or questions they may never have asked themselves when they're hosting those sorts of activities.
0: A hundred percent. I think that's, is really important because uh, I think when you first get into youth ministry, there's a lot of like sort of second and third level thinking that, that you haven't even been exposed to, right? Thinking about, ethics in games and like you know all of that kind of stuff like you're like oh wait everybody wants to do a lock-in let's go right oh my gosh and then, uh okay then you're we'll in do a lock-in episode later like, right and then you're in a room Is you're like we're doing a lock-in and somebody's like oh uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait what what could possibly be wrong you know and so i think i i really appreciate this time to to think about that um i think i'll remember the the first time i ever had um i ever had this experience was around food games and i was in a group of youth pastors and i was talking about how um we were planning a food fight um at the time and with it was like a (laughs) city It was a citywide thing, like lots of youth pastors were going to come. We're going to go to like a big public park and have a food fight.
1: Like um, a big, and, big,
0: big food fight. No, like a melee, really. Yeah. Melee is probably the appropriate term. I and mean, we had squadrons of youth. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> and when somebody said that, they were like, well, how do you feel about about uh, wasting that much food? And I was like, What? And they're like, I mean, like there's people, we have a homeless ministry, we feed be people and you're just going to like throw food around. And I was like, well, not just me, but I hadn't even considered it.
1: Hadn't Which, asked that question. Yeah.
0: Privilege. Right. Like I, that, that's part of my own personal privilege that I had to deal with in that moment. And, um, but it was a, it, but, and then it sort of like opened a whole world of like, well, wait, I, I might need to think a little bit deeper about some of this stuff because like at the end of the day, after more conversation, I was like, you know what? This is not cool. <laughs> I I don't think this citywide food fight where we're going to, I can't remember somebody told me the year before it was some giant number of dozens of eggs that they had used and, all kinds of st- crazy statistics and um, and all of that food that was being bought just to throw away, right? Mm. Uh, not give away. So that was a really interesting thing. Um, so it, it, which sort of migrated through the rest of my ministry to the point that like later though, I kind of so I and I, I don't know if you are the same way, but sometimes I like my pendulum swings way too far i first get exposed to an idea and okay. then i find a, i find a center place some number of months or years later um where later i was like okay i agree i don't want to throw away good food sure right but if we have expired food right then if it's going to go in the garbage but it's not in a place where like it's that we have a health issue with whatever we're doing with it, we could, I would be okay with using that food. And so we would have a, we had a, at the the church at the time, we fed lots of kids every week. And so we would routinely have to sort of go through the whole pantry sure. and say what's, what's expired, what's whatever. And we, we'd end up having a lot of food that we weren't allowed to serve and we weren't yep. allowed to donate. Right. Yeah. And so in those cases, we could find it fun Random weird food games to do with it, and we would actually explain that to our teens, like, "Hey, this food was going to be thrown away, but we're going to play with it." Sure. Um, so that was that was the food thing. What What about you? Where Where have you been on all of that?
1: Well, uh, so I, I appreciate the conversation a ton, right? Because. Um... Food insecurity really is a pretty big deal, right? Yeah. Um as, as well as recognizing that um we've got a tremendous amount of people who live in food deserts, right? That yes, don't have yes. access to fresh, nutritious food that's within a reasonable walking or driving distance. And so um the 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 food one was one that came to my attention um maybe once or one one or two years after we kind of did this big traditional messy games night. I like the idea of being able to use stuff that would have to be thrown away anyway. Um, I'm only slightly nervous that, you know, you said it's fine to throw nine month old tuna fish that's been expired at everybody. Um, be aware of, you know, like choose the right foods. If you're going to do that, right. Like, um, the, the cleanup piece is one that always got me as well. Right. So, um, whether we're talking food-based games or uh, other messy games, right, that have to do with paint or have to do with, uh, well, like a color, color runs or color yes, parties yes, yes. have been a, a really, war, really yeah. like popular one recently. I think that they're a lot of fun. Um, and at the same time, there's a couple things that I wouldn't have thought of if I didn't take the time to sit down and think about it, right? One of them has to do with some of the idea of cultural appropriation of that idea itself. Uh okay. there's uh holidays, right? Um, that are uh mostly based in India. And that's where the ideas for these different colored powders being used to um, mask the differences between people so that people could, you know, come together and be able to, to play and kind of be on the level playing field, right? Um and, and to do that in a celebratory way. I think that's a really beautiful idea. Um I also think it's important to recognize sometimes where you got the ideas to make sure if you're doing a messy game. You're not appropriating it without being able to recognize or share, you know, kind of where the source was or what the, what the theme or what the idea behind the messy game is, right? right? Um, I don't think any of us have time to do things that don't have some kind of purpose or don't have a why behind them. And if there's a meaningful why, I think that allows you to say yes to some of the messy games ideas, like a color games or something like that. Um, The other stuff is simply around like accessibility and comfort level as well, right? So often messy games, and I'll use color wars as an example, um, do involve a lot of unanticipated like physical touch. Um, They also generally involve um, lifting up people who are pretty athletic or have a skill set, right? That kind of lends itself to being very physically active. And even though you say everybody can participate in these things, um, it might not mean that everybody can participate equally because somebody might not be as athletically gifted. Somebody might not be as comfortable putting themselves into a position where um, their clothes are going to get wet and start to stick much closer to their bodies, Um, or uh, if somebody's got asthma and you're doing something with colored powder and it's gonna set off a breathing thing for them. So there's some accessibility pieces that you have to think about as well. And then I I suppose the other one that I should lift up, especially related to to color games kind of stuff or or paint-based things, um, is knowing whatever relationships you have with your trustees um, because the space that you are going to be using, right? no matter how eco-friendly or easy to clean the products that you're going to use are going to be, you are going to be creating a mess and you need to think about who needs to clean up the mess that you're creating. Right. Hopefully that is some of you, but like, if, if you've got facilities folks that are, you know, like, let's say you're doing this in the yard or, or in an area around your church building and you have facilities people that it is their job to be able to make sure everything is as it was or better than before you met, whatever games you're playing, if you're making more work for that crew, you need to be able to have relationships and expectations and some thank yous and some extra support for those folks um, so that you are not doing something totally fun that inadvertently creates a burden for somebody
0: else, if that makes some sense. yeah. And then I think kind of tagging onto that, something that you've got to think through is how people are going to clean themselves up. Um, and, and what's going to happen when they get into their vehicle. Right. So, so we've done, I've done mud fights. We've done the color war thing before we've done, we had a big mural that we were going to paint and we didn't realize it. We did not think it through, but students stopped painting the mural and started painting each other. There were 200 students that looked like Avatar at the end. Of course they did. Just right. tell me that it wasn't oil-based paint. That's all I want.
1: Tell Some me it was latex.
0: Was. Okay.
1: See, so so that's another part of it too, right? It's Some like
0: it was. So because we were just clearing out all the paint. We had all this paint over the years. We're like, oh, we could just we've got this big thing. We can do this big mural. It's gonna be awesome. We didn't think through. And then there's the cleanup and there's the perception of the cleanup. Okay, so uh, of people. So we had at this mud fight, uh, mud fight number one, a couple of hoses, volunteers with hoses, spraying hoses at teenagers, which was helpful. They were getting the mud off of them. The picture of the middle aged man spraying a teenage girl in a white youth group shirt with a hose was not the picture that we wanted. Sure. Right? Yep. Whatever was going on with, in anyone's minds, right? The perception of that picture is no good, right? Um, Especially when you just did the photo dump onto Facebook, right? And didn't look at anything. But but again, but that's also like, how are we cleaning ourselves up. And is that going to open me as a teenager up to um, something that's going to be uncomfortable, right? Or inappropriate or invite all kinds of things um, that that we don't have to invite at church. Right. And so, and and the thing is, it's your job as a youth worker to think it through because the kids are not. They're going to go, they're going to throw mud at each other, have a blast and then be like, oh my gosh, my clothes are soaked and my clothes are see-through and I didn't think about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that's, that's part of it. There's nothing inherently wrong with them. It's just, if you're going to do that, you got to think about it. And then you also, like you, I really appreciate you bring up the asthma stuff with the color wars. You also have with color wars, anything like that, you've also got to have eye protection. And you need oh, sure. goggle, not glasses. And that's a big deal. But again, if you've ever put goggles on over your glasses, you know you're that's again, it's an ability difference that um that comes up there. So yeah. yeah. So I, I'm like not anti messy games. Uh in fact I, I think they can be a lot of fun, but they need a lot more, a lot, lot more intentional thought and uh forecasting as to what could happen so that so that you've you've got your ducks in a row right
1: forecasting is a great word for it as a matter of fact um because i i I think i'm generally pro messy game as well right like as as i think about some of those whys for why they're important to be able to do um listen uh, the young people that are part of your youth ministry enjoy these things, right? Like yes, enjoy being fun. able to have experiences that they can't have other places. And that is something that builds up a sense of community and can build up a sense of belonging if you set it up the right way, right? right. But it's it's gotta be so much more than just, all right, we're wheeling out all the, you know, we cleared out this uh, food pantry, right? And we're just going to have this massive food fight. It's got to be more than that. There's got to be layers. There's got to be an understanding. There's got to be preparation. And I suppose also I should throw in there a big part of that forecasting is how you communicate with the parents that are going to be out there as well for the preparation, right? Because if a parent drops off their kid and (laughs) they don't know what's about to happen to them, right and then they show up at the end and you know there's colors running all down their face and they're completely soaked and there's no towels to sit on anywhere this in the is
0: car exactly what happened with the paint
1: <laughs> because right? we
0: didn't we didn't plan it to be a paint fight <laughs> we did not it was not supposed to be that and Yes, there were lots of teens who were that was one thing that was happening in the midst of this other thing and and it wasn't until you had about twenty completely painted teenagers that any adult was aware that we had a problem <laughs> but we actually had somebody send us a bill for their car. oh my uh, gosh, okay, their car to be cleaned because they showed up their 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 kid was fine, then their kid's friend jumped in the car and painted <laughs> their seats. oh
1: no. <laughs> So, right. There is a lot of prep, <clears throat> a lot of forethought and communication that needs to happen. And you just, you, you got to know the why of these things. Like, I, again, yeah, right. enjoy them like immensely, um, but you got to be prepared and yeah. being able to set them up in a way that's accessible for everybody, that's fun for everybody and is minimally wasteful, um, right. I think are the big takeaways from our conversation on messy games and, and food-based games that are out there.
0: 100, Chris. That is the bullet points of our blog post.
1: I really love it when that it works out that way. Um well, everybody, thanks for hanging out. Jeremy, always fun. And uh yeah. thank you for uh never getting in a mud fight with me. I appreciate that. We
0: we have we have time. I we do. will be seeing you in person, so who you never know. <laughs> it true. might not just be pumpkin spice that I Don't bring you there.
1: We made it this far into the season without mentioning pumpkin spice and now I'm going to be all upset.
0: <laughs> You know what?
1: I'm going to do an episode just on that. I'm not even going to fight you. I'm just going to go off on pumpkin spice stuff for about a half hour because I've got a a, of exceptional material that is absolutely anti pumpkin spice. Okay, I need to stop. Um, Jeremy, thanks for hanging out. Um, Everybody, keep your eyes open for the next couple of editions of Youth Worker Recharge. And uh, as always, you can check out any of the awesome resources that come from Young People's Ministries at umcyoungpeople.org. Jeremy, thanks again, sir.
0: Yeah.